Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody and welcome back to From Complex to Queens, Amazing Avenue's Mono Week podcast. I'm Steve Saipa and I'm solo this week and I have some sad news to deliver. The 2021 minor league season, it's over. Kinda. On Sunday, the St. Lucie Mets, the Brooklyn Cyclones, the Binghamton Rumble Ponies, they all played their last games of the season. Syracuse, being the, the Mets' AAA affiliate, they still have a couple of weeks to go. Um, Syracuse season continues on for two more weeks. Their last game is on October 3rd, which also happens to be the same day that the regular season for MLB uh, teams... Uh, ends. I honestly don't remember if it was planned this way or not, because remember, the, the AAA season was supposed to start a little bit earlier this year, but it got pushed back a couple of weeks due to coronavirus stuff. But I like the AAA season ending basically the same time as the MLB regular season. I think it's better for everyone, really. Um, Mets could call up guys from AAA if they, if they need to, and those guys are still in in quote-unquote playing shape you know if the season ended for them and the Mets need to call up a pitcher or someone next week that player would still be in shape but you know what I mean so on one hand I am I'm happy that the season is over for the for most of the minors because this year was a, a down year putting it nicely and there really weren't many bright spots um 
Francisco Alvarez turning himself into a bona fide top prospect in oil baseball. I don't want to say that wasn't a bright spot, but it was something that I don't want to say we expected, but we knew he was good. We knew he had tons of potential and him, you know, actually realizing all that potential. It's not like something that came out of right field or anything like that, that we we had no clue was going to happen. Same thing, Mark Vientos having a great season. Same thing with Brett Beatty having a great season. These are things that we might not have predicted that they would have done as good as they did, but we knew that these guys are capable of putting up some impressive numbers. Um, but but when I say there weren't really any bright spots the 2021 season, I mean, like, obviously the teams did not do well. Um, there weren't really guys with potential who bloomed, uh, if that makes sense. There weren't really guys that we thought might become legit prospects that did and the draft the 2021 draft was an unmitigated disaster so on one hand goodbye 21 2021 minor league season see you in hell but on the other hand it sucks because the season's over you know this is baseball is always there and I mean, for me, minor league baseball is always there, and now it's kind of not. I didn't get to go to as many games as I wanted to go this season because I switched jobs mid-year and and missed out on a ton of vacation. But Brooklyn Cyclones, you know, they were always there if I wanted to go to a game for the most part. I went to Binghamton early in the year, and in theory, Binghamton is like two, three hours from me. And, you know, if schedule worked out, I could have sat in in, uh, on a game or two in Binghamton over the weekend. Um, You know, Syracuse, I was planning on going up there, but I didn't because, like I mentioned, my job. But similar to Binghamton, you know, Allentown and Scranton, those are, you know, two, three hours away, and I could have gone to see them and and thus seen the Syracuse Mets as the opposing team uh, against the, the Iron Pigs or the Rail Riders, but, you know, just didn't really work out but it sucks that you know now if things schedule wise do work out it's like well there is no baseball to see um you know it it just made me think of that bart giamatti poem uh and and how it it applies to the minor league season as a whole and all those individual teams just as much as it does to the major league teams you know um baseball breaks your heart it was designed to break your heart the game begins in the spring when everything else is begins again and it blossoms in the summer it fills the afternoons and evenings and then as soon as the chill rains come it stops and leaves you to face the fall all alone you count on it rely on rely on it to buffer the passage of time to keep the memory of sunshine and high skies alive And then just when the days are all twilight, when you need it most, it stops. And that basically sums up what's going to be going on from this point on for the, you know, with the exception of the stray Syracuse games. This, this thing that always had, hey, I'm bored. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll put on MILB TV and, and watch Brooklyn. Or, excuse me, Binghamton. Or, oh, hey, I have the night off. I'll go see Brooklyn. 
Unfortunately, those things are not options anymore. And they won't be until, you know, April or May 2022, if society survives that long. And kind of at the rate it's going, I honestly don't know. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. All right. So time to recap the last week of the season for most of these teams. And we'll start now with the Syracuse Mets. And they went 3-2 and two against the Wooster Red Sox. And then they also had a game canceled because of rain. So that leaves them at 49 and 69, which is tied for the Rochester Red Wings for dead last in the AAA East Northeast, 23 and a half games behind the Buffalo Bisons. Um, this upcoming week now, they take on the Scranton Wilkesbury Rail Riders, um, second place Rail Riders. And coincidentally, or or maybe not, I don't really know how these things work, um, but I don't think there's like a one-to-one comparison. But those second-place Rail Riders have the second-best offense in the division and the second-best pitching staff in the division. Um, and guess who has the actual best in both? The first-place Bisons. Again, though, I think that's a coincidence because, you know, you could have a team with horrible pitching be in first place because they have an amazing offense or vice versa but anyway i digress the scranton uh wilkesbury rail riders now they have uh yeah i would i'll say that they're kind of a top heavy team um prospect wise anyway the yankees fourth best prospect uh right-handed pitcher louise gill he is rostered on the rail riders their fifth best prospect right-handed Clark Smith, uh, excuse me, Clark Smith, who we saw pitch against the Mets the other day, he is there. The Yankees' 11th top prospect, Davey Garcia, who has some major league playing time under his belt, he's there as well. And the Yankees' 28th top prospect, catcher Donnie Sands. So Syracuse is 8 and 15 against the Rail Riders, so that's not looking too good. Um, the Buffalo Bisons, they have a three-game lead over the Rail Riders, so it would be nice if, you know, the Mets could help them out by beating up on the Yankee team, but, you know, probably not happening. But you never know, though, because Mark Vientos has been great in his AAA debut. Um, Khalil Lee has been pretty solid, really solid, really, actually, in his last couple of weeks. And occasionally one of the Syracuse pitchers is able to make a decent start. So maybe they will be able to string a couple of things together and win a few games and help out the Toronto 
the team, uh, Buffaloes, Bisons. Next up now are the Binghamton Rumble Ponies, and we'll go into more detail about how their season went in an upcoming episode. But Binghamton ended the season looking pathetic <laughs> against the Fightin' Phils, losing all but one of their last six games. Uh, with all those losses, Binghamton fell to 47-60, and 60, which is 19 games behind the Somerset Patriots for first place in the AA Northeast-Northeast. Believe it or not, though, um, there were two teams that were worse than Binghamton somehow. Those very same fighting fills that almost swept them and the Hartford Yard Goats. Somehow, both of those teams are worse than 47 and 60, which is kind of hard to do when you think about it. Next up are the Brooklyn Cyclones, and they went 3-3 three and three against the Jersey Shore Blue Claws to wrap up the year, which brought them to 48-70, and 70, which was not good, <laughs> obviously. Um, that was the worst in the high A East North, 22 games behind the Hudson Valley Renegades, and it was just really an all-around crappy season for Brooklyn. Um even though they split the series, you know, they they won three, lost three. They did end the year on kind of a high note. Um, during this series, they hit like a billion home runs, which is always nice to see. And a bunch of them were off the bat of Francisco Alvarez, who I mentioned earlier, is was really blossomed into a superstar prospect. But um, JT Ginn, he also ended things on, on a solid note after looking kind of eh for his first few weeks in, in Brooklyn. Um, we'll talk about him more in the future, a lot more in the future, definitely. And it's it's a lot more complicated than how I'm about to present it. But I, you know, I'm just going to look at basic innings, basic ERA, and... Ginn had a 584 ERA in 24.2 innings in his first five starts with Brooklyn, and then a 126 ERA in 28.2 innings over his last five starts with Brooklyn. So I don't want to say exactly night and day, but there is a big difference in that ERA, going from almost six to almost one. Um, and like I said, there's a lot more it's a lot more complicated than just looking at ERA, but it's good to see that he ended the year strong. And now, last but not least, St. Lucie. Coming into the week, we knew that they were basically the last compelling story in, in the Mets minor league system. They dropped to second place in the low A Southeast East, and they were playing the Jupiter Hammerheads, the team that edged them out. Um, St. Lucie won the first two games... Then they lost a third, and then the fourth one got suspended because of rain. And the rain continued the next day when the two teams were supposed to play a doubleheader. So the Mets won the fourth game, that rain-shortened game, and then the fifth game got canceled altogether. So coming into the last game, St. Lucie had a 59-55 record, and the Hammerheads had a 61-55 record. So whoever won that last game would win the division because even though the Hammerheads would have more wins, they would also have, uh, you know, uh, uh, the, whichever team won would have had the better win-loss percentage. And it was a pretty exciting game. 
Um, and hooray, St. Lucie came up on top. So they won. St. Lucie Mets won the low A Southeast East crown. And that is St. Lucie's first division title since 2016. One when they won the Florida State League South in the second half of the year. But unlike that 2016 team, St. Lucie unfortunately isn't playoff bound. Yes, they won the division. No, there are no postseason for them. The new playoff protocols being used this year, and I hope not for good because this is stupid, but basically the best two teams in the league, regardless of the division, they play each other in the postseason, the best of five, and goodbye the end. So St. Lucie does not have a better record than the Tampa Tarpons or the Bradenton Marauders, who are in the uh, low A Southeast West. So unfortunately, St. Lucie's season now comes to an end despite winning the division in an exciting game on the last day of the season. Somewhere in Midtown, Rob Manford is laughing because it's all just like he planned. All right, so if anyone has any questions, comments, whatever, you can send us an email at our email address from complex to queens at gmo.com. You could follow us on Twitter and shoot us questions there. I am at Steve Seiper. Lucas is at Elvlahos343. Ken is at KenLaffin91. And Thomas is at SadMetSeason, S-Z-N. Subscribe to the podcast or wherever you get your podcast from. We would appreciate that. Rate and review it, of course. We want nothing... We want to hear nothing but the best. And, of course, we thank you all for listening. And we will be back next week. So, until then, love the Mets. Love the Mets.